Today is Thursday, February 6th, 2020. It has been about a week and a day since I last podcasted, and a couple a couple major things have happened since then. Uh, one yesterday being that uh, the president was acquitted of um, the two articles of impeachment, which of course we all know which is um, bullshit by the Republicans in the Senate because we all know he's, he is and was guilty as hell. The one lone Republican, surprisingly, was Mitt Romney, who voted um, guilty on the first article of impeachment, the abuse of power, but he did not vote guilty on the second article of impeachment. So, um, But even so, he made history because he's the only senator in U.S. history who voted against his uh, the president in power um, and the Senate in power, um, the only one to vote against their own party. Is that, is that what it was? Something like that. Anyway, um, Mitt Romney is um, has history now, and of course Trump has to um, start attacking him instantly, and so did his stupid son. And the thing, and the thing is, we all know that in in history, that. Um, in the long run, it will it will be seen that Trump was a really really bad president, if not the worst president, and all the things that he's done um, have to be you know overturned once he's out of office, and hopefully he will be unelect not unelected. He will be he will not be reelected. Let's say that uh, in about ten months, eleven months, ten months, because we at the end of January. Uh, beginning of February. Anyway, so that was one thing that happened, and um, you know, I I just can't talk about Trump too much because it just makes me so sick. Can't stand the man. Can't stand his administration. Can't stand anybody who is around him. Anyway, moving on. We also had the Super Bowl on Sunday, and as Big Fatty calls it, the superb owl, because there's some. I remember years ago, Big Fatty said that you couldn't say. Super Bowl because the NFL had a trademark on it, I believe. I don't know if that's still the case or if you still can't say Super Bowl, but I'm saying it. <laughs> I haven't heard Big Fatty talk about that lately. I don't know. Anyway, the Super Bowl was on Sunday, and that was the uh, San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, this is Kansas City, Kansas, not Kansas or Kansas. <laughs> I did the same thing that Trump, admit, Trump did. It's Kansas City, Missouri, not Kansas City, Kansas. Because <laughs> Trump um, tweeted afterwards. I said I wasn't to stop talking about him. He tweeted after the Chiefs won, congratulations to um, the to Kansas City, the great state of Kansas. And everyone was like, you're a fucking idiot. It's from They're from Missouri, not from Kansas. And I knew that. I don't know why I messed that up. Anyway, so... Um, and the, and the thing is, the whole time I was thinking, uh, I was watching the game. Yes, I was actually watching the game. I was thinking of Mean Keen from uh, Kansas City because he is a huge sports fan, and he must have been going crazy, especially in that fourth quarter when uh, the Chiefs, you know, came back from behind and got all like three. I think it was three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and uh, I'm sure he went crazy, just crazy, crazy. Um, so that was good. And I, you know, I'm not a sports person and I don't usually watch uh, 
any sports, but for some reason I was watching the Super Bowl, probably for the commercials and all, but um, I was watching it, and I just, you know, I kind of enjoyed the game. It was interesting, and uh, especially got exciting after the, um, you know, halftime show, and we got into the fourth quarter with their touchdowns. Now, that's a whole other topic, talk about the the uh, halftime show. But anyway, I'm just saying, want to say that I'm, you know, happy for Kansas City. We have, um, I've got some, you know, podcasters and friends who are in San, in San Francisco, in Kansas City, or from Kansas City, like um, hot listener Kevin is from Kansas City, and um, he was very happy with them because I saw his pictures on Instagram, and I already mentioned Mean Keen, and John Ong is from Kansas City. Um, so I think I saw a picture of his on Twitter or Instagram that he was excited for the team. So I'm, I was, I'm happy for anybody who was rooting for the Chiefs and they their team won. Um, during the Super Bowl, they had the halftime show, and it was the first time two female Latin Latina people, Latin people, uh, performed at the Super Bowl, and it was Shakira and J-Lo. Um, what's her name? Jennifer, um, oh my God, <laughs> Lopez, Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo. Anyway, it was the first time that they performed, and the thing is, I think they did a great job. Their singing was great. Their dancing was great. They, uh, you know, showed their cultural uh you know, things and all. And I thought it was great. And then like literally within seconds of it being over, they started getting horrible uh, tweets and um, messages about how inappropriate it was. And this was not a a halftime show for children. And all of a sudden I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Have you ever seen the halftime shows before? Don't you remember when um, Janet Jackson's boob was shown, and don't you remember when um, what's her name, um, Beyonce was dancing around with barely anything on? I mean, I don't know why these conservatives all of a sudden seem to think that the Super Bowl halftime show was inappropriate because it. I I did not think it was inappropriate at all. Um, I I just I find that just so bizarre how these conservatives come out. And and the thing is, if they think this is inappropriate, how do they justify their president? Because usually these conservative nutbags are the ones who vote for Trump. They have no business complaining about or um, having an opinion about the uh, Super Bowl halftime show being inappropriate because it absolutely wasn't. And And I say that they have no justification because they voted for uh, you know, Trump, who is um, everything he is with adultering and cheating and, uh, well, look at his wife, for God's sakes. She she posed nude and all that stuff. Please, you know, th- these people have no, no leg to stand on. So I find that just bizarre and, and unbelievable that people would be um, saying that the Super Bowl halftime show was inappropriate. That just, it just boggles the mind. Anyway, I liked it. I thought it was just fine. And I liked the game, too. Now, of course, during the game, or during the halftime show, Big Fatty released his episode, his the first episode of his 13th year, and it was a wonderful 20 minutes of music. 
I don't know if anybody actually got that first part because I downloaded it literally instantly because I was following along on Twitter and watching the halftime show and um, downloaded the show and started listening to it instantly because I wanted to see who the number one fan was because I was hoping it was me. And I started listening to it and he talks a little bit at the beginning and then all you hear is music for like the rest of the show until the end when he talks, you know, usually talks at the end. But I was like, what in the world is this? This is 20 minutes of music. Well, it turns out he totally fucked it up. And he said that on Twitter that he totally fucked up the episode and he forgot to put in the vocal parts, um, you know, because he puts all these different elements together in the in banjo band and he forgot to turn on the um, the vocals uh, track in the in banjo band. He had it on mute, as he said in another show. But I just thought that was funny. So... Then he spent the next 15, 20 minutes <laughs> fixing it and re- re-uploading it and then, you know, having people download it again. So once he fixed it and uh, uploaded it again, then he told us on Twitter that it's, you know, it's back, it's been reposted. So I downloaded it again and started listening to it again and come to find out that the number one fan was Bill in St. Louis. Now, as much as I love Bill in St. Louis, because I've met him a couple times now, I don't think he should be the number one fan twice. Now, I think, because I you know, I, I keep saying I think it's rigged. Of course, it's not rigged. I just tease Big Fatty about that. But I think that's funny that Bill in St. Louis became um, twice. And then uh, I think it was um, Chris from Tennessee put up a picture of Grover Cleveland. And that's how Big Fatty talked about Grover Cleveland. Um, Bill... Bill in St. Louis being the Grover Cleveland of the number one um, fan contest because he was it once before and then wasn't it and then is in it again. So anyway, you know, I'm just teasing with you, Bill. Congratulations. Actually, I um, sent him a message on the uh, messenger or iMessage just saying, I can't believe that you're... Um, number one fan again and I don't think he knew at that time so um, I said yeah you gotta listen to the show you're number one fan so anyway that was fun that that whole the whole thing that when Big Fatty does that is fun I enjoy hearing that I and the thing is I don't even remember who the other fans are you know the number three and number two I totally forgot who they were um but I'm really pleased it was Bill in St. Louis again because I think he really enjoys being Big Fatty's number one fan. I think anybody really would enjoy it, but I know that um, Bill in St. Louis really enjoys it. I think he gets a kick out of that. <laughs> so he'll have to, I guess, call in. I actually don't know. What does the number one fan have to do besides... Because um, I know um, the Big Fatty played a message from... Um, Terminally Single Tim, who was the previous number one fan. Oop. Telephone call. Let me hear my watch. I will hang up on the person. Because I don't know who that is. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. I enjoyed that. And um, Terminally Single Tim uh, called in and you know said his goodbyes as number one fan. So, I guess, I don't know if that's the only thing you have, you have to do or not. Anyway. Enjoyed the whole thing. And, uh, you know, I love that every year. Too bad I did not become... The number one fan, because, you know, it's rigged. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> now, the other thing that happens during the Super Bowl was all the, the you know, the commercials and the ads that, that are played during the Super Bowl. And 
you know, I really, really got into some of them. A couple of them that I thought were really, really good. For example, I well, I have I'm, I have two absolute two favorites. One is the Smart Car with uh, Rachel Dratch and um, I don't know who those guys are now. I can't think of their names. With the Hyundai Sonata that parks itself and unparks itself because my car will get me out of a parking space, but it won't get me into it like that car did. I mean, I, yes, it will. I shouldn't say that. It will do it, but I, I'm in the car. But this guy was outside of his car, and he can make the thing park for him. Anyway, I like that commercial because that, that accent is just so funny. And then they say, he's got smart pack. <laughs> I just think it's so funny. So I like that one. Then the other one I thought was absolutely perfect was the Bill Murray and the Groundhog Day commercial for the Jeep Gladiator, that Jeep truck. It was so clever and perfect because they had this, the exact same characters from the movie um, in the commercial. And Bill Murray just did a great job. I mean, I don't even care about the Jeep Gladiator. But the fact that it was on Groundhog Day and they made the Groundhog Day commercial and he had fun every day right, driving around the Jeep. I mean, that was just perfect. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Of course, there were a lot of other commercials. I thought the... Um, or was it the Cheetos Cheesy Fingers? Uh, one was really good. I can't remember. He like the like the guy had got his fingers full of the orange cheesy stuff from the Cheetos. Well, Cheetos popcorn because of what they were advertising. That he didn't have to do anything. Like he would hold up his hands, and then any any job that he had, people wouldn't make him do it because he had the orange stuff on his hands. <laughs> you know, they actually make these little. Um, fingertip things that you put on your fingers that when you're eating Cheetos or now I guess Cheetos popcorn that you don't get the cheese stuff on your fingers you get it on these little uh, finger covers that you put on your fingers has anybody seen those um, I've, I forget where I saw those but I thought oh that's very clever um, then they had other commercials like everybody was talking about getting choked up about watching the Google commercial for the guy who said show me pictures of Loretta and the whole Loretta thing, I thought, you know, that's fine, but someone has to set all that up for that old man. Like that, that old man wouldn't be able to do it himself. He would have to scan those all those pictures, and then he has to, you know, label them Loretta pictures, and then he has to, you know, set them up so that Google will find them in a certain album. And I, was, I mean, the, you don't just say that. Show me pictures of Loretta. Someone had to set all that up so that Google would know that those pictures were labeled Loretta. Anyway, I thought they made it way too simplistic for um, to use Google for that purpose. I mean, of course, it was, you know, uh, tugging at your heart, but it didn't make me cry at all. I was, you know, I'm thinking of the technical stuff behind it, thinking that that's not necessarily as easy as that man just saying that. But anyway, so everyone loved that one. And then I was trying to think, um, I thought there was another one that people cried at. No, they didn't cry out. They thought it was... Um, I guess they thought it was sentimental. It was about the dog who got the cancer and then the, the guy who owns, you know, that company that builds the, or that makes those, um, what, what are they called? These, um, you know, you put them in your truck and, or your car. They're like floor mats, but they're like plastic. And why can't I, why can't I think of the name of that company? Anyway, the guy who owns that company paid $6 million for this commercial about his dog getting cancer and at whatever university that, you know, cured his dog he um, was basically advertising for them and asking for donations for that place and I guess people thought that was really 
you know, nice and fun and good and stuff. Um, and it was. So, I don't know. There were so many commercials, though, I can't think of other ones. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything, any of the other ones. But those are the commercials that I thought were really good, and I'm sure other people thought the same thing. Oh, excuse me. But besides the Super Bowl and the president being acquitted, um, the only other thing that I'm thinking about that I was doing or trying to do was watch more movies um, that are you know, nominated for Oscars. And I think I only watched one since the last time, and that was Parasite. Or did I already talk about Parasite? No, I thought I think I watched Parasite on Thursday. Um, I watched Parasite, and I thought it was a very good movie. Of course, it's totally um, not closed captioned. What is it called? Um, yeah, captioned. You have to read the captions. What is that called? <laughs> I forget what that's called. Is it closed captioned? I don't know. My, I'm losing my head. But anyway, that was a really good movie, and I can see why it was nominated for some Oscars. The story itself was pretty cool. I, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it by telling you what it's about, but it was it was clever. Let's say that it was quite clever um, to follow that storyline. And I mean, the movie was like two hours and five minutes. It was it went pretty quick though because it, it moved pretty fast. There was a little a couple of little sad parts. But I thought overall it was a really good movie, and I can certainly see why it was nominated for. Um, I think the director was nominated for Best Directing, and some of the actors were nominated for their acting parts. And I, and I think it's on the um, Best Picture list. I think it is. You know, I have that list right here. I don't know why I'm not referring to it, because I have it right here. Yes, it is on the uh, Best uh Best Picture. You know, there's so much I have to watch here. Best Picture list. I have not seen Ford versus Ver- Ford versus Ferrari, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, 1917, or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Some of those are, um, you, are they're still not available to watch on digital. You still have to go to the movie theater to see them. But I think Joker is out now. I don't know, and I think maybe Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is too. So I might have to watch those in the next day or two because the Oscars are on Sunday. And I have to, you know, get a couple more movies in. I want to see Richard Jewell, Harriet, and Bombshell too, but um, I don't think those are out. So anyway, I'm still working on uh, the movies because I haven't made my predictions yet for the Oscars, uh, for the actual winners yet. Um, But they are... uh, you know, coming up on Sunday. Speaking of things I'm watching, you know, I um, try to watch something on for each month on Hulu, Netflix, and Prime Video, so that I can so I can say I'm getting my money's worth. So I was back on um, Hulu this this pa- this past week and saw that the second season of Shrill was on Hulu, and that's with A.D. Bryant, the the kind of chunky heavy girl who's from Saturday Night Live. And the second season, it's, again, it's only like six, I think it's six episodes, and they're only like, I don't know, 40 minutes each maybe. So I already watched the whole second season, and it was good. And I, what I really liked is kind of they kind of like wrapped it up at the end of the second season so that it ended with no cliffhanger into the third season. But however, she did, um, well, if you haven't seen it, I don't want to ruin it, but she breaks up with a boyfriend, and uh, that was good. So that's all I'll say. But um, I, I think the majority of people are probably not even familiar with that show. It's only on 
um, Hulu. It's a Hulu exclusive. So, um, yeah. Um, what else have I watched? Not a whole lot. Now that I'm thinking about it. Anyway, um, I will watch some more and probably podcast about them next week, especially Oscar-nominated films. We'll see what we watch this weekend. Um, I had this whole thing about the coronavirus, but I'm not going to talk about that now. Maybe next time. Anyway, that's all I have for today, boys and girls. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys have a great weekend. And until next time, bye.